I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I am Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio, and I'm with Emily Dean, and I'm with Alan Cochran. Morning. Hi, Frank. Oh, that's good that you both said it then. It's like on the cricket. Morning, uh, morning, Peter. Morning, everyone. <laughs> I hadn't even spoken. The producer had already moved the microphone closer to my face. That's you how quiet just, I was being you, without you, speaking. You look quiet. It, it, yeah. Oh, it's a strange moment. Anyway. God, Jimmy Carr's on the news. This has been a brilliant publicity <laughs> thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, 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 you know the, the, the whole theory that no publicity is, is bad publicity. Yeah. yeah, based on that theory, it's been a great oh, week for it Jimmy. Is, yeah, <laughs> I'm, 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 if I say if I killed Fern Cotton with a milk bottle, <laughs> would that? Oh um, my god! You know, I, I could top him. Do you think? Yeah, by next week he'd be <laughs> sick. I bet he'd be sick. I'd get the headlines tomorrow, and he'd just be he'd be gutted. Yeah. Anyway, if you want to text us about anything, we're on eight twelve fifteen. Frank. You and Alan are looking very prison break this morning. <laughs> I feel like a curious cellmate. Yeah, we've got a bit too much. There's what's, too much denim. What's going around. on with the denims? Yeah, well, I've gone denim jacket, but not denim trouser. That's true. I never do double denim. And I've gone double denim, but I did have a tweed jacket over it, so I look quite 70s in a but weird you've way. Gone, you uh, do. You've gone denim shirt, yeah. which is uh, Top Gear presenter relaxing. <laughs> no, I'm not having that. I'm not I'm, having I'm, that. It is. It's the sort of thing, if ever you saw a teacher in a pub... I agree. ...that a denim well, shirt Well, Frank, on. at least you've kept it pure. It's a bit more, I've been working on the railroad. Exactly. <laughs> All together now, I've been... You know that, you need a hammer. I've been... We've not got a hammer and a, some sort of metallic surface we can do that sound with no i like this though not many programs start on the radio with a discussion of what they're wearing it's like it's we actually a, a critique it's a critique yes. rather than a discussion oh okay i see we uh, have heard from the outside world already have we what yeah. did they say on the old uh, 8 12 15 we had a text in uh, good morning my favorite radio people especially the delightful emily mm. lovely just sex my girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> That's all it's about. Oh well, let's God. let's see if there's a reveal. My girlfriend and I are having a baby, but it is now twelve days overdue. Does oh. the team have any advice on things to do or songs to play him or her? We just want to meet the little person. Thank you for your help, Ollie and Gail. That's nice, isn't it? That they want to meet the little person. Yeah, it's lovely what Frank said at the beginning of the email as well. <laughs> it's just about the email yeah. about a little person. <laughs> just what, what you need is, um, I think Skype do one of those um, internal camera. <laughs> no, I think don't people have curries and stuff? I think it's pineapple it? and pizza and stuff, isn't it? Things that begin with P. Yeah. That's what you want to. Have. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I, I, did, I didn't know they waited that long. I thought they waited about... Twelve, yeah. Must be on the... Might be in labour, even as we're saying this. But you know, it's, 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 it's good. It's good because then when the child comes out, it'll be properly cooked. Yeah. yeah. You know, be exactly going to come out when it wants to come out and everything yeah. will be informed. It'll be lovely. It's exciting. Mm. Oh, God. I'm looking forward to it. But they get a bit wrinkly, though, if they're in too long. It's a bit, it's a bit like being in the bath. That's all right. I've got some power moisturisers. <laughs> well, there oh, you yeah. go. I think they just dip them, don't they? Like, um, like <laughs> sheep. sheep. <laughs> Straight into moisturiser. <laughs> so, Frank, um, how is Buzz? Um, Buzz is still, um, still slightly underweight. 
Lovely. White baby. Yeah, they, you know, they, I am starting to think they look better. So I've seen a few fat babies just lately, and I thought, look, okay, there's healthy and there's fat. Yeah. Yeah, they look better, I think. He's got a lovely leg. I tell you what, you I know, told you about those legs. Just the way he wears a nappy now, it's, it's, he's like a wrapper. It's halfway down his bottom because he's so thin, you know. And I'm Very thinking, on trend. That looks, looks cool. The, clo- <laughs> the clothes hang better on him. Yeah, I think I might bring out um, the newborn diet, a new book. Oh. In which you put them on. You know, just water the, water the breast milk down a bit. <laughs> no, he's, 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 well, I think he's what they call a banana baby. Really? Oh, what does ba- that mean? Some babies are long and thin. That's, how, that's oh, what right. they're like. Oh. I mean, he's my child. He's liable to, He's not going to be like a cannonball, is he? No. no. I don't think so. Thanks for backing me up on that, guys. <laughs> oh, I must no, tell we, you. We know he's uh, your child, then. Yeah. Not that I'm saying that was ever up, up for debate. <laughs> By the way, anyone who's listening, I'm, I'm not. Don't think that I'm condemning Jimmy Carr at all. Judgy not for his, you know. I have to admit, I'm still signing on. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So there's a, there's a theory with uh, babies that you play them music. Oh, lovely. And that makes them, uh, you know, more intelligent and um, calm mm. and mm-hmm. stuff. Mozart, they often recommend. Good. Mm-hmm. Uh, like some of his old stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his new stuff is... Uh, quieter in it he got a bit commercial for me <laughs> yeah. i went off him yeah, um so um so i got this uh this cd well i got it my girlfriend kath bought a, a cd to play to the to boss it's not the fall no no <laughs> even don't play I, how i wrote elastic man even i thought maybe it's a bit early for the fall <laughs> i i thought that that might uh, that might freak him out but um it, no i'll tell you what I, I have it in my hand here it's called nurturing Music for infants. It might be called nurturing music for infants, but nurturing is much bigger than the other three words. So I'm giving it its own special place, mm-hmm. and it's um, and it's by a man called Thomas Schoenberger. Oh, <laughs> okay. It has a picture of uh, Thomas, and c- can I just give you a brief extract from the sleeve notes? They still call Please them do. sleeve notes on uh, I think CDs. So, yeah. I feel I think we can. We're amongst friends. Not really a sleeve. It's more of a cough nowadays. Mm. When I think how big the LP what does, was. What does Schoenberger have to say for himself? Well, it says Schoenberger is internationally recognised as the leading infant composer worldwide. Right. Yeah, I think he did... Um, Rock and bye, baby. <laughs> no, he didn't. He did... So it says that Thomas Schoenberger explores the many moods of an infant's day to the delight of both parents and child. Can I qualify that? Mm-hmm. Not to my delight. <laughs> I love the idea that they have moods. I've got a lot on today. I'm very stressed. <laughs> they don't have moods. They just wake up and go to sleep. <laughs> His music has won best of the year. That's best of the year in um, in uh, inverted commas. Mm. His music has won best of the year acclaim from Dr. Toy. <laughs> Oh, no I love way. Dr. Toy. Who is Dr. Toy? Is he a child psychologist? Or I, think, I don't know. I he's... think he's a consultant to Anne Somers. <laughs> <laughs> In addition to rave reviews, mm, well, why mm. not put them on the sleeve? <laughs> and positive endorsements from Parent Magazine, Billboard, Good Housekeeping and Bay Area Parent. Now, it has long been my opinion that if you've got a good review from a, a magazine or, that no one's heard of, don't put mm. it on because mm-hmm. it looks like you're scratching around. Yeah, billboard also. Could, billboard. He could have left it a billboard. 
Mm. Yeah. Good housekeeping, parent magazine, fine. But don't bring in Bay Area Parent. <laughs> Funnily enough, I've got my uh, five-star review for last year's Edinburgh show from Bay Area Parent. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that, well, that's brought that's along to them. show off it's, about it. They never have anything bad to say anyone about it. <laughs> Ouch. Um, yeah. So anyway, this is what. Um, so we 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 got him in his uh, in his. Oh, we're going to get to hear it. This is oh, a, this is an, ex- oh, it's an extract. Exciting. Yeah. Excellent. Imagine um, seven hours. I got this, by the way. I, I got this from uh, TK Maxx. Oh. Lo- lovely place to go. Yeah, it is lovely. <laughs> TK Maxx, you may know. Do you wear this? In America. I thought you said, do you wear this? No. <laughs> no. I don't. In America, yes, it's do. TJ Maxx. That's right. Yeah. And they didn't, they changed it to TK here because they thought that the British public might get mixed up with a shop called TJ Hughes. Oh, yeah. Because they've got the same initials. Mm hmm. Do you know that's one of the best retail stories you've ever told? <laughs> <laughs> I like any story of the British public being treated with utter contempt. <laughs> oh no, they won't be able to work that out. Different surnames going to throw. It's like, <laughs> like we're going to go into the blacksmiths to buy magazines, thinking it's W. H. Smith. Rubbish. Anyway, I want to hear this music. Here we go. <laughs> now I'm a patient man. <laughs> And I want, you know, obviously I want the baby to develop well and be uh, happy and intelligent. But also, I think it would be bad if I threw him up the wall having listened to 20 minutes of this. <laughs> it wasn't what I was anticipating. No, I, it's a bit silent movie villain. I thought it was a- going to be a cappella, the wheels on the bus go round and round. Yes. No, it's, it's just that. It's, I mean, no disrespect to Thomas Schoenberger, who's, you know, got rave reviews and positive endorsements all over the place. But Particularly the Bay Area. I can't... <laughs> I'm afraid he's going to have to be a li- bit less intelligent yeah, than yeah. he could have been. We should just say, if people have just tuned in while we're playing that, you're listening to Absolute Babies or yes, something like exactly. that. Yes, exactly. Mind listening. you, that'll be the next They're one. They're probably thinking, no. I've got classic, <laughs> classic FMs, come on. That's Absolute Babes, the late night one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ring me, guys. <laughs> come on, guys. Do another bit when they switch the microphone on. Come on, guys, why don't you ring me? Because I'm going to have to go in about ten minutes. This is your last child. <laughs> yeah, just, just sitting there thinking, so common. <laughs> You're pausing as if you're about to say something. No, I'm oh, rubbing okay. my chin because I had a shave last night and I'm enjoying my own smoothness. <laughs> I don't think that makes me a bad person. No. I just, I've missed a few shaves just lately, what with sleep deprivation and other mm-hmm. such things. And uh, when I get round to it, I like to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It does look lovely and smooth. But I know I look like I'm being thoughtful because I'm rubbing my chin, but no. I've always it's maintained. Purely sensory. I've always maintained you have a. a Superlative skin. God, I, f- I was a bit worried about what you're going to tell me. You'd always maintain <laughs> <laughs> on the t- on the on the shaving topic. I thought this is going this is not going a long way away from where breakfast radio should be. Happily, we're still on course, ladies and gentlemen. So, Frank, I've been getting quite into the football. 
Um, I, well, I like to think I've been impressing the cockerel with some of my retro knowledge. I came out with Ida Good Johnson the other week. He looked impressed by that. Well, even before this championship, you once referenced Steve Morrow, which I thought was impressive. I said, I'll see you on the Steve Morrow. <laughs> yeah, excellent. <laughs> he loved that. I love a footballer's name incorporated in <laughs> everyday sentence. I find, Frank- I find it Vince hilarious. Yeah, I too oh. am uh, Roy Keane on that. <laughs> There we go. This, this is how we should live our lives. <laughs> oh we, do we have to do every sentence now? <laughs> it's going to be oh, difficult. This one will have to keep going until I. But I, I, w- I wanted to talk to you two about something because I'm. I will hold my hands up and say I don't know that much. Mm-hmm. And one thing has been really irritating me, which is I consider you two proper football fans because your teams aren't very glamorous. That's how I tell. Oh yes. No, but it's true though, isn't it? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but I've noticed men in pubs. The last England game. I know you've noticed men. Well, in obviously pubs. I have. That's what so I do for a living. <laughs> noticing men in pubs by Emily Dean. Um, but I noticed a man, and he oh, said, "Oh, just watching the Confused.com um, animated <laughs> advert, and I noticed that the Confused.com castle has got the same electric security gates as Jimmy Carr." <laughs> Frank, I've told you, you can't just watch telly while we're doing a radio oh, I'm sorry. show. It's anyway. been very visual today, this show, hasn't it? it has. I, I apologise. Let's just start again. Can we get back Hi, to- this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. <laughs> Meanwhile, Men over in, in the pub with me Men and the man, pubs. and the man said, he wasn't part of my posse. No. But I heard him say, um, I heard him say, Frank, there he is. Go on, Wayne, my son. And uh, I thought, you uh, know nothing. You know absolutely nothing about football. I know you do. It's it's uh, yeah. I mean, I don't like to be snobby about it, but mm. one of my worst things is conversations about football with people who don't know about football. Mm. Oh. I can imagine. Well, I'd like to apologise for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you do, people who come and tell me about what's gone wrong with West Brom season, having seen uh-huh. three and a half minutes on match of the day, uh-huh. I find very hard to cope with. But you know, I, I also don't like people who know l- loads about football. Oh, don't you? I like a middle ground, which is <laughs> non-threatening. <laughs> you know, I used to sit by a bloke who I think read a few books about tactics, and right. uh, I remember once he shouted, "Ah, oh, they're getting us on the second phase pickup <laughs> every time!" Oh no, and I, I, I can't cope with that because I don't know what that means. Yeah, no. so I like I like um, it's more it's it's not really under it's knowledge rather than understanding. Yeah, okay. Stephen Fry approach. <laughs> oh, you don't want to do that, love. Yeah, yeah, I, I have no data retention. Even to the point where last week I watched the England game sober Friday night and then came in here on Saturday and when speaking to you, I realised after our conversation that I'd got the goals in the wrong order when I was talking to you. And either you didn't spot it or you were kind enough to not go, no, you're discussing the second goal there. No, that was sleep deprivation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I definitely pulled you off on it without... Well, you didn't. Without, without and that was, that was, I took that as being noble of you. But I just can't... Re- sometimes I watch whole games and then I can't remember them after it. But I like the game. Mm. Yeah, I, I wouldn't uh, do. Come on, Rooney, my son. I no, you wouldn't say that. If, if I, I, you know, I am sort of obsessed with football. If I wasn't, I, I would complete. I, I, I can't have a middle ground. I'd go absolutely deliberately the other way. I'd mm. wear a West Brom shirt when people say, "Oh, West Brom fan." I say, "No, I just think stripes are very slimming." <laughs> and I also like the uh, the ornithological nature of the crest. <laughs> That's what I'd, I'd challenge them with my non-footballness. Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Frank, we were talking about football, and more specifically, uh, how I didn't believe certain men were into it, and how they revealed that. Also, when they shout handball too often, I never believe that. 
<laughs> I think they're just saying it randomly. I don't know. It's one of the few things that a crowd will spontaneously call out all at exactly the same time. Amor! <laughs> but you sound authentic when you say it. Well, right. because even if you go every week, you do end up saying the same exactly. stuff over and over. You've if got the man, right rhythms. If a man is very, very slightly injured and the referee says he has to go off the pitch and come back on again, somebody always says, stupid roulette. <laughs> every time they say that. I imagine during this championship, people have been uh, despairing of that extra linesman, the the one that doesn't do anything. The one who watches if the goal. ball goes over the line. Yeah, and mm. he doesn't. <laughs> He's already got it wrong once. No, but nobody's perfect. It's ah, not a big thing to do, is it? Watch if the ball goes over just, the line. It's a small <laughs> bit of a job, isn't it? Anyway. But you know I, your mind wanders. I saw a bit on the news today on the Germany highlights from last night, and mm. whoever was doing the roundup said uh, uh, Germany... Uh, scored through the right leg of Lam, footballer called Lam. Oh, oh, do you know that's very, lovely? And he sneaked good. in a little pun. Whoever he was that was doing the round, I was impressed. I'm proud by of that. him. Leg of Lam, very good. That's absolutely strong work. So, did you see uh, Wayne Rooney's goal celebration? Did he do some kind of? He sprayed product. Well, oh, he sprayed hair product. I wasn't sure at first. At first, um, I was a bit worried. It looked like there used to be a sort of an insulting um, hand symbol which suggested that someone was very small in the trouser area. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought he looked like he was doing that, but above his head, as if he was saying to some kid who maybe, um, whilst, you know, in the course of some gang bullying at school, uh, urinated <laughs> over Ray Rooney's head, oh, well, you did that to me, but look at me now, scoring the European Championship. So that's what I thought was the initial <laughs> message. Turn out I'd uh, read too much into it. It was a hair product yes. uh, remark. Apparently it was a tribute to Andy Carroll. Who does have a fine head of hair? Oh, he's a bit, a bit lustrous. Hands, that absolutely ponytail. lustrous. Mm-hmm. But when when he scored the other week and he realised he was on camera as he walked off at half time because they always focus on the goal scorer, mm-hmm. he uh, he took the uh, elastic band off and let it. Oh, let it flow. Did, he, did he let it flow free? Oh, he, he did. It's absolutely beautiful. His mane was down like, on he it. He looked like the, the, the latter day Van Helsing. You know, the new <laughs> Van Helsing was quite sexy. <laughs> oh, brilliant. But Frank Nicky Clark waded in. Yeah, fancy him um, having something to say about it. Yeah, he liked he liked it. He said that he thought Wayne should be aiming for something to have a much more even texture. He said either slightly matte or slightly mid sheen. Yes, mid sheen. <laughs> I thought was. Uh, mm. He set us all straight. That would be that would be fine. I am. Um, I'm a bit worried about Wayne. I mean, a lot of people talk about Wayne's hair. It's become a cliche. I mm. say. Bless you. Mm. That, that's what you should have said then, but you did. You oh. missed your opportunity. Uh, everyone said, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I, I don't think it looks quite as good as it did at the beginning of the season. It looks awful. No, no it, it started, awful. it looked great at first. But you know when you get a lovely bunch of flowers in the house and there's that day when you think, hmm, <laughs> I think they're going to have to go in the bin. Yeah. It's gone a bit like, it's like, it's, like yes. it's dying. The brown edges, yeah. definitely. I don't think it's taken. I don't, I don't think, it think it's taken. It was like it was a brilliant idea, and we've we've watched that brilliant idea crumble. You know, like when you walk past a, an empty block of high-rise flats, and you think when they were first built, everyone mm. thought it was the best mm. thing that's ever happened, and now it's generally written off as a disaster. His hair looks a bit, it looks a bit straw-like. Yeah. And I, oh, what can be done? It's terrible. It's uh, well, it'll as start Nicky falling. Clark says, he needs to go for mid-sheen. I can Mid-sheen. all take that advice, yeah. Well, Is that, like, slightly eccentric on the Charlie Sheen scale? Yeah. <laughs> mid-sheen. <laughs> Think of all those women who have been mid-sheen. <laughs> absolute, absolute.
Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Yes, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. And um, you know what? 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 I think we'll have some uh, emails. I don't feel we've involved the listeners enough this morning. We've been sitting here talking amongst ourselves like elitist vermin. Mm. Not having it. <laughs> that's what, yes, that's the crest yeah. on our uh, as our family motto. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. We're not in break. Mm. We're, we're just talking to it. It's like oh, it's like being around Jimmy Carr's house. <laughs> um, that's a bit sorry. I'm sorry about that, everyone. Um, I feel I've reached the point of no return, <laughs> or as Jimmy Carr would say, the point of no returns. <laughs> just read the thing. Okay, um, I have an email. I'm reading an email now. It's <gasps> come to this. Wow. Oh, I love. I'm having to do my own cleaning. <laughs> Ian Baker has sent in an email. Ian Baker lives in the Netherlands. Lovely. Oh, I think that is rather. When everybody, when it's spring <laughs> again, I'll bring again tulips from Amsterdam. <laughs> no, I said everybody. We couldn't join in. We didn't know the. Li- Carry on. Okay, and um, he um, is an, an enthusiast of the show. We'll we'll leave it at that. Mm. And he's actually gone as far as to create an MP3. Um, which is a sort of jingle for email corner, which leads us into oh, our discussion. Oh, lovely, Frank. Yeah. What wow. about that? I have it at my very fingertips. Would you like to hear it? Yes, yeah, I would. Have a listen. We'll gather you around. Here it comes. This is Ian Baker's email corner jingle. <laughs> email corner. I love it, and it's actually picked up on the on the old absolute dun 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 dun. And we've got the sitar. It's all all very George Harrison. Oh, honestly, it's like being back in the Punjab. Lovely. (laughs) I remember those days. High tiffin in my with my red tunic still buttoned up to my neck. Sometimes Mm. it was forty degrees plus. Do you know what my worry about this is? That other people may well think, yeah, I can improve that show as well. <laughs> we'll just be inundated with I have, emails. I have no doubt many people think <laughs> yeah. that. I don't know. Well, we, we haven't been inundated yet. I'll no. send them some silence through my... <laughs> that improved things, I've got, wouldn't it? I've got, I'm on a page of jingles here I'd completely forgotten about. I'd like, to extend my, I'd like to extend my thanks to Ian Baker yeah. for that. Yeah, good old Ian uh, Baker. Frank, he's not the only one who's I think been we in should, touch. Uh, I think we should pay him, but uh, all share the cost. We should go Dutch on that. There we go. <laughs> oh. Fantastic. There oh, that go. was good. At last, at last, you've lifted us up by our bootstring. <laughs> standard of which we all aspire. It's no see just you on the Steve and, Morrow, though, is it? Just for clarity, and I was only joking, we're not going to pay you. <laughs> now, I've what got... about if he uses that against us? <laughs> I've got another email I'd like to read out, if you've oh, quite you? finished punning. Uh... This is from Chris. Dear Mr Radio, Cockles and Emily. Cockles? Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about I'm Cockles. Not, I'm not happy about it. <laughs> I don't think, well, you weren't happy about the cockerel. We've been on a theme, I like it. it. Um, following up on your comments about Maoris doing the hacker at the drop of a hat. Oh, yeah, I did say that I felt Maoris felt an obligation mm-hmm. to, to do the hacker. They, they, they can't even, they can't go anywhere as a group without somebody saying do the hacker so they can film. It's it. a bit like Ricky Gervais being asked to do that dance all it, the time. It's exactly, yeah. It's yeah. a very similar dance, actually. <laughs> Come to think of it, he's completely ripped off the Maoris. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I've often thought a nice touch before... In- in- How often? <laughs> No, go 
Oh, I, didn't, I don't like the way this is turning. <laughs> Before England versus New Zealand rugby games would be for the English team to erect a maypole in the middle of the pitch and do some Morris dancing. Brilliant. The image of the English front eight dancing around with bells, handkerchiefs and sticks should be enough to counter any psychological advantage the Kiwis get from waggling their tongues. Cheers, Chris. I'd love that if that mm. happened. Mm-hmm. I am. Uh, I mean, this is not a joke now. I love the, the old Morris dancing. Mm. I don't know why people take the mickey out of me. It's, I, was, I was walking home from the show, actually, a few weeks ago, and there was a Morris um, sort of festival going on in Westminster. And I passed about seven or eight groups. I, I could hear, hear the jingling behind me of their, of their um, calf bells. <laughs> and uh, there was a few groups of them. You know, normally one is... Ex- you see hooded youths knocking around. Suddenly there was mm-hmm. these... There's no the calf something- bells, there's electronic tags. <laughs> exactly, but there's something really lovely about... Uh, they all seem such nice... Like, it's like a sort of vigilante niceness, all these yes. gangs of them yeah. knocking about. And I thought it would be great for the hooded youths as a sort of community programme thing that they have to learn and do an elaborate display of, of Morris dancing. Mm. That would be good, yeah. I think that would tackle that macho obviousness and posturing out of them and they could get in touch with that gentle loving creature which I think is inside all of us. And you'd know if they were trying to sneak up behind you because they have the calf bells on. Where would they put the dogs though? They just tie them up to the pole. Uh, yeah, they or could. The dangerous yeah. dogs. They, they could, yeah, the dangerous dogs. <laughs> they'd, they'd be. Uh, yeah, the dangerous they. dogs could be put on coloured leads, <laughs> and then when they did the run round the maypole, it'd sort of all work out, wouldn't it? See, you could, you could draw all the hate and and horror out of it, and, and inject it with love and take something scary and, and make it a bit positive. Yeah, exactly. I'm. Uh, it's got a bit thought for the that. week, hasn't it? Oh <laughs> uh, yes. Anyway, so uh, so let's let's do that. <laughs> Are you all right? And, of course, if the hooligans refuse to do it, there's always the uh, lethal injection option. (laughs) Absolute, absolute Absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You know, we were talking about the uh, dogs, the dangerous dogs during the maypole thing. You were. You were talking about it. When when you get the hoodies to do their maypole dancing, their Morris dancing, someone's texted in, Joe from Sutton, Frank, with regards to the question, where do the hoodies dogs go, you could train them to do a show as well. It could be called the Dangerous Dogs Act. Oh, brilliant. Did you see what he's done? Yeah, Dangerous that is, Dogs that Act. Is, that's the best joke on the show so far this morning. Thanks well, for that, Joe. It's not uncommon it. for the outside world to provide that, sadly. No, exactly. <laughs> and anyway, we had an email in uh, during the week, as we like to say. Uh, I'm currently sat in a bus listening to your podcast. I like the fact sat in a bus. In a bus? I don't know if that's just an iPhone. <laughs> it makes more thing, sense maybe. than on, really. It does. I'm yeah. imagining a sort of Trojan horse yeah. style. I'm sat in a bus listening to your podcast. I'm catching up, so it's an old one. Emily Dean has just mentioned that she's Hang heading... on. Don't say old comma, Emily <laughs> Dean. How dare you? It was full stop. Oh, good. It's an old one. Emily Dean has just mentioned that she's heading towards looking like Dorian from Birds of a Feather. That's correct. So naturally, I just Google image searched her right here on this crowded bus... Filthies. Now everyone thinks I'm a pervert because of what turns up. Thanks, Chris. Oh, yes, I should say, Frank. What turns up? Well, I'll tell you what, some pictures of me, Natch, um, but also... Yeah, that lovely black and white one of you yeah. with the um, crop top and uh, <laughs> spaghetti straps. 
on Hampstead Heath, I think. <laughs> You've been Googling. Yeah. There's a girl. Lovely, tan, lovely, tan. You look very well. Oh, Congratulations. Is that true? Um, yes, Frank. As I say, it's black and white. <laughs> <laughs> Taken in 1982. <laughs> um, but there is a lady who works regularly for Banger Babes, I believe. Oh, there is, yes. There's yeah. that, there's that oh. Emily. She comes Dean. up, yeah. Oh, I, I see. Again, very common. <laughs> <laughs> As a friend of mine, an Irish friend of mine, used to say, if ever a woman appeared like that on the telly or anything, scantily clad, she'd say, well, she'd be better off saying her prayers. (laughs) Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with Emily Dean. I'm with Alan Cochran. You can tweet us. Oh, no. Um, At... At, oh, I don't say at twice. What do you say between at? You can tweet us. Tweet us, pause. At Frank on Absolute. Okay. At Frank on Absolute. There's no pause in there. You just feel you need some between uh, I to, understand. Uh, to proceed the at. Frank, I've what? got bubbles in my tea. Oh, it's 8.12.15 as well, we should have said, shouldn't we? Is it that time On the text already? messages. I've just been given a cup of tea. Yeah. And I'm worried, frankly. I've got bubbles in my tea as well. But Ma- why have Michael we- Jackson, <laughs> 1988. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have. But do you think that's normal? Why have we all got bubbles? That's when the washing up liquid hasn't been properly that's rinsed. That's what I out think. Or it's poison. It I just assumed that it was a vigorous stir. No? Yeah. I can't have that. We many haven't bubbles. talked about our suspicion about Sarah poisoning you for a while. Maybe it's back. <laughs> Maybe Sarah the poisoner is back in our. Midst. No, one of the teas tasted all right, just lately. I'm, Good. Uh, I'm. I'm. She's. I'm sort of. Uh, I'm being lulled into a false sense of security. <laughs> Do you think people that have just tuned in think we know the mics are up? <laughs> <laughs> um, I wonder if they think that for the whole show. <laughs> Do they know this is going out? I'll tell you what. I uh, I saw a very weird thing the other day that I need to ask you. I, f- I have a feeling okay. already, without even mentioning it, that I think Emily will be horrified when she hears this. I did a gig. You know, I'm still a stand-up comedian. I'm not just sitting on my laurels no. here as a co-presenter on Saturday mornings. No. I, uh, I'll have heard some names for them. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I did the, a gig, and I was uh, I was a sport how actor. Did, to a visit- it was going all right, yeah. Okay. It was a visiting American guy, and I'd said, oh, I'll... I'll I went on as support. Ameri- oh, I thought you just went right yeah. to his house. No, no, it's just oh. American stand-up, and I went on as his support. And I, I was, uh, I was off stage at the back watching, and, and the 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 bar venue guy had said, "Oh, I'll bring you a burger when you come off." So he brought mm. me a burger. I ate the burger and loads of massive wedges, but I wasn't hungry enough. Unusually for me, I left the wedges. Right? I'm not a fan of uh, the wedges. Huge they were. They were huge. I don't. They're a bit work in progress for me. <laughs> they're neither a chip nor a baked potato. <laughs> is that, yeah, is that the problem. And they leave the peel on, and you know, <laughs> it's like with well, that. you know, I can't be bothered to the chips. That's just. I also yeah. have a tremendous urge to. Um, to reconstruct the potato. Jenga style, yeah. Bowl, like a Terry's chocolate orange thing. Like a big <laughs> jigsaw. Yeah. It's it's my version of the 3D chess used to, that Mr Spot used to play on Star Trek. Oh, yeah. I, my dream is to, uh, from one bowl, put together a complete potato that fits perfectly oh, that, together. That could have happened. Well, these were in a little basket. You know, like sometimes oh, in yes. gastro pubs, they I bring know. you like the little basket. A little bit rustic. Yeah. With mm. a bit of a uh, little bit of white Trendy. absorbent paper in there. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Oh. With a yellow grease stain. It was, anyway. like it was a classy joint. Well, here's it was, and the burger was delicious. I'd finished the burger, <laughs> and I left the uh, I left the remnants, like leftover yeah. food, 
out in the hallway and went back in to watch the the rest of the show and then i happened to glance as a fellow walked out to go to the toilet and he stopped took a look at my left and helped himself to a wedge complete stranger's food and he ate it and he didn't even like do a sort of look around over the shoulder but you discarded it i discarded it but i he didn't ask permission can i ask was he a punter yeah okay I just, just wanted to know the information. You didn't think it was the big name American visitor. I thought it might have been. I thought but it might I, have been. He uh, was, was like I a pedestrian. He was walking past the food. <laughs> I don't see anything wrong. I've done that in uh, Hotel Corridor. Have you really? I've taken a you handful haven't. of chips. I have. I've taken a handful oh of chips from... Oh, my God. You haven't. They're put outside because they don't want them anymore. <laughs> but someone's room service and they've put it out and left it. Yeah. Yeah, it could, have been, in, it. It could have been but in Charlie Sheen's room. Do you know what could happen to those chips? No, but I don't see anything wrong with it at all it, oh well i feel like I've you'd rather is, it was thrown away than another human being consumed it i haven't got a preference i just thought the rule was that you don't eat other people's leftovers unless you know no, them. but dressing room food is different i always eat people's dressing room food i like to get That's my money's worth in a hotel <laughs> I, I, I often uh, sit in those armchairs in the corridors oh yeah i like that i just think so hell of a corridor this i might oh I'll Might have a bit on. of a base camp one experience. <laughs> sit and watch the world go by. Yeah. No, I'm all, I'm all for um, a bit of, uh, you know, saving food. Mm. Yeah. My dad said if you throw bread on the coal fire, the devil comes to your house. <laughs> sure enough, Catherine Jenkins died <laughs> Dad, just down the road. So, you know, <laughs> listen to me. This is Frank Skinner. I was, what's going on upstairs? <laughs> I was whining earlier about the uh, presence of bubbles in my tea. Mm. And we've just been tweeted by someone called Cheshire Dale. I like the sound Cheshire of him. Cheshire Dale sounds excellent. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, bubbles on tea denotes love or money, depending on whether they're at the side or the middle. So lucky you. Well, which is which? Mine were in the middle. So I don't know what that means. That'll be money. No. I oh. think it's going to be difficult to scientifically prove this guy's theory. That's Jimmy Carr only has cappuccino. Milkshake. Also, Frank, re the subject of s- other people's food. Mm. Oh, yeah. Simon says, leftover wedges in a nice pub is nothing. My skanky mate Rich ate half a burger off the street post-club in Sheffield. Oh, yeah. But to that's... be fair, Simon is an Alsatian. <laughs> <laughs> My skanky mate Steve, an Airedale. <laughs> I love post-club in Sheffield. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think if, if you eat burgers off the street, you are ending up with the nickname, My Skanky Mate So-and-So. You yes. Know. But, you know... There used to be a saying when I was a kid that you eat a sack of dirt before you die. Oh, really? So you might as well get, get the hell on with it. Well, it's only yeah. if you wake up in a central reservation. <laughs> no, but people are so careful now about eating super hygienic... Yeah, it's yeah. ...rubbish. Nobody's eating mud pies anymore. Mm. Why have the 24-hour rule if we dropped any food on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> No problem. Yeah, those chips I had, though, it was was, was about 7am. I was leaving my hotel room and I hadn't had any breakfast. And there was a, a, a plate with, with um, 
You know, there's like the remains of a bit of tomato ketchup that's been done, and what oh. may well have been a burger, just a gap, and then I don't think he'd, the bloke had, or woman had touched the chip. So, uh, yeah, lovely cold. Here's what I'm interested in. Did you have to remove, like, a, uh, a napkin? Was there a napkin just plonked on top of the food? I don't... I think if, you've, if you're moving a barrier... Yeah, mm. especially a napkin. Some people think I just blow my nose at the end of that meal. <laughs> no, I, I, don't, I don't. I'm perfectly. I've come out of it okay. Yeah. I love that bit in a restaurant when you say, uh, "Do you want to? Do you want to try this?" Yeah, you do that mm. to a friend. Say, so, "Do you want to try this?" Mm. And then they, you try theirs, and mm. and that, that that moment when yours is clearly the nicest. Oh, even I they love acknowledge that. that, and then you think, "I've got a whole plate full of this now," and all Locked I've done is teased you with it. Yeah, <sighs> I love triumph that. of choice. <laughs> yeah. I call Frank, that winning. Uh, middle is money, Cheshiredale says. Middle is money. What the bubbles? And mm. yours, yours were in the middle. Yeah, lovely. Very happy with that. Mine are. Um, <laughs> mine were around the edge, but they've gone now. That'll be love. Bang! <laughs> oh, mm. Mine around the edge and still here. Sorry. This is good radio, isn't it? <laughs> Where are your bubbles this morning on the tea? Three people cop? you don't know discuss their tea. <laughs> discuss where the bubbles are on the surface of their tea on radio. I feel the Sony bronze might look a long way away. I feel it calling. Mm. I don't know. I imagine Beryl and Betty do stuff like this all the time. Yeah. I should think that's their show. At the Sony's, your uh, manager was very impressed with Wayne Rooney's hair transplant. He's he well, talked about that was it before a lot. it died. All oh, right, uh, yeah, and it's pomp when it was still vibrant. Yeah, it's a terrible. Uh, oh God! Shall we just uh, try and get out of this? Then maybe we can just have mm. a cold shower while the music's on. Okay. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. We've had an email in that just is titled The Lovely Emily. Why does the lovely Emily hide just off screen on the webcam? We would love to get a glimpse of her undoubted beauty. Oh, it's all gone a bit banger, babes. Mm. Yes, yeah, from, <laughs> from Terry Scrivens. I bet he does. <laughs> <laughs> yes, why do you sit just yeah. off the camera? As if so I have any choice in it. It's a lovely jacket you're wearing this morning. Yeah, it's Chanel, it's Chanel style. It's Chanel, Chanel style. Chanel mm. style. What, not is Chanel. It, is it's it a bit not... moody? It's... <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Is it like Calv- Calvin Classics? <laughs> off the market. I was assured by the gentleman in the market that it was of the finest quality. Oh. Yeah, my denim shirt's actually Benim. So it's <laughs> <laughs> <a> close copy. <laughs> what else? Well, i tell you what else, Frank. I think we need to discuss um, education. We don't need no education. <laughs> no, I like it when we're all slightly forced to discuss politics. We should have the question time thing. We discussed the budget once on the show. It was <laughs> yeah, great. It was, uh, yeah. Back in the old days. Can't even remember. <laughs> um, Those are the golden days. <laughs> <laughs> Extraordinary comment. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but Michael Gove, he's the education secretary. Michael Gove, here's yeah. a quiz question. Yeah. What do um, I have in common? We both have a remarkable thing in common, which is quite an unusual. You and Gove. Thing. Me and Gove. Me and the Govester. Oh, uh, do you? Yeah. Oh, okay. oh I'm not, not going to. But if anyone knows, did he have a dog called Shep? Um, no, I doubt it. It's. I'll give you a clue. Okay. It's, yeah. um, it's a late night television connection. Oh my god! Late night teleconnection. Okay. Anyway, let's carry okay. on. Maybe people can text in. For they me. will. They will. All right. <laughs> he wants to bring back 
a sort of O level type examination. Michael Gove is the Secretary yeah. of State for Education. Exactly. In case yeah. He's. Um, and yes. Yeah. I think I once saw his chin on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> he says that GCSEs are too easy. Well, that's they the implication. For me. Oh, really? <laughs> oh. They weren't. Oh, oh what, dear. There it go. Oh, how did it go? Like, it was a football match. I, I just didn't try hard enough. Oh, yeah, sure you didn't try. No, how many did you get? I think I got four. You think? You don't, you don't know how many GCSEs. It's a long time ago, Frank. Um, hey, come, yeah, I think come it's crying to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, did the, I did the CSEs and the O-levels. And the O-levels, did you? Oh, wow. So the CSEs used to be for kids where they thought, well, he'll never get the O-level. Was that the dances one? Yeah, so they, get, they thought, let him have something, even though we, we'll tell employers mm. CSE just means that, you know, mm-hmm. you, you're not safe. Mm. Did you thrive? Did you Well, if you got CSE grade one, you see, it was an equivalent. Is that the to same? That's same as an O so level. It was a brilliant sort of combat. You'd been put, you'd been, you know, <laughs> dismissed, and then you came back with the CSE grade one. It's like being Amelia Lilly on the X Factor. All <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. So it was a real fabulous turnaround, and that's he's on about bringing a similar system back. Mm. I think the Govey. I agree with it because I just think it's fair enough. And then everyone knows where they stand. And the CSE kids, those are the ones that watch ITV, really. <laughs> no, it's true, though, isn't it? Well, the ITV Frank kids... did just reference an ITV programme to prove his point somewhat. Yeah, well, I suppose so. I don't know, it's... I mean, when you tell people you've got O-levels, they look at you like you're 150,000 years well, old. Yeah, I just did it's that funny when you started you your CSE that. story. Uh, so I was just as the system was changing. Oh, really? And can I say, thank yeah, God... sure you were. I was... <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I managed to get decimalisation. Couple- <laughs> <laughs> I managed to get a couple of GCSEs. Thank God. Oh, I have you? a mixture. Mm. Oh no, I. Um... Are you full on? You're full on O level. Well, I got because I got expelled from school. Oh um, dear. I'm sorry. I was. Uh, I mean, I, I've told this story many times. So I'll do it briefly. I was. I, my letter said I was embezzling the school meals. <laughs> service. <laughs> Um, what I was actually doing was taking wedges off a plate. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I, wasn't. I, um, I, uh, I reprocessed um, dinner tickets mm. and used them more than once. It's weirdly entrepreneurial, though, isn't it? Entrepreneurial? Yeah, I should, I should have been on the Dragon's Den. Have we had an answer to that Michael Gove question? Uh, we've had a couple of guesses. Someone's guessed Room 101 and someone's guessed, Frank, is it that you and Govey have both had puppets made of you? Um, I mean, no, he they're, is, they're he both, looks like a puppet. They're both so. incorrect. I haven't had a puppet made of me since I lived in Tahiti. <laughs> <laughs> and that was because I had an argument with that um, magic woman who lived at the end of the dirt track I was living. I was operating as a doctor with um, some of the poorer <laughs> inhabitants. <laughs> but they saw medicine as a direct challenge to the old ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, we met with some hostility from uh, some of what we called the magic community. <laughs> yeah, Mama Fire. <laughs> Mama Fire was a, a threatening character <laughs> and um, would, would screech like an owl when I went past her, um, her lean-to where she used to sit having her uh, meetings. <laughs> yeah, people Mama would go and, and talk about their future. And mm-hmm. um, she'd rub two rabbits together and throw them against the wall. And if the bubbles was in the middle, <laughs> they were in love. <laughs> anyway, I can sit here all day and talk about my Tahiti days, but we have to play some music. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Michael Gove. 
Well, yes, we've been trying, been trying to work out the connection between you two. John, oh, yes. John Lockett has uh, emailed us. Is the late-night connection between you and Gove the adult channel? Um... Uh, Hey, Michael, why don't you phone me? <laughs> no. I'm waiting for your call. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Are you? Why are you waiting? Are you doing drugs? <laughs> That's what I shout at the television. <laughs> yeah. They all do. Oh, dear. I don't want to badmouth the uh, women on Babecast. Somebody's no. texted... I doubt they'll sue. You both have a strong dislike for turnips. Is that it? No. It's a guess. I'm a, I'm an en- turnip enthusiast. Are you? Mm. Turn up enthusiast. Turn it. I like them. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what it is because it's it's it's. Shall I tell them? Question time. Something I, like that. I think no. should make them hang on a bit longer. Okay. I went to a thing called a, uh, a technical school. Did you? Which I don't think anyone even remembers. Was that anymore. in Birmingham? Yes. Yeah. It was. It was a sort <laughs> of a, a perfectly innocent question. It I was a halfway know. house between um, a comprehensive, which is you know failure, utter failure, mm. and grammar, which was glowing success. Mm. And the idea it was for working-class kids who might be, say, uh, become a supervisor mm. in a factory. Right. You might w- wear overalls, but the overalls without legs. The overalls are more like an overcoat made right. of overall material. Uh-huh. You might even wear a tie with it. Right. So and presumably get less dirty and have less danger inherent yeah, in your life in, in the um, factory. Frank, Frank, we're having a bit of a trouble with the. I'll, uh, I'll phone uh, Mick and he'll bring a couple of fitters over. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's, he's supervisory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't quite work out, mm. but uh, yeah, that, I think that that was an experiment that completely disappeared. But were See, you I, keen? Did you were you keen on the old uh, education? Did you try? Not all the time. I got expelled. Yeah, but that was for uh, entrepreneurial That was for, that was for fraud, to be it fair. It was for yeah. recycling dinner tickets. I mean, now you wouldn't even get a suspension for that. Oh, People no, get expelled now for things like gone crime. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and working in the sex industry. I was... Uh, I, I, there's a funny thing about school reports, isn't there? That they, they sort of dog you through your life, whatever was written. When you read yes. someone's biography... There's usually a bit, oh, it said in his school report, this, that, or the other. My mum frequently points out that they said quite early on in my school career, Alan's a a bright enough pupil, but he only works three days out of five. If he did the full week, he'd probably be top of the class or thereabouts. And she said, that that was your problem, you didn't try hard enough. And to this day, I think that is my problem. Well, think yourself lucky, I got extremely lazy, only works when constantly badgered. (laughs) (laughs) Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. And now it's time to talk about housework. Well, housework. The, why are you looking at me? Just because I'm a lady. <laughs> well, I looked at you because you spoke. <laughs> Dude looks like a lady. <laughs> That's the system I use. Um, when I interviewed just... Eddie Izzard on my chat show, we played Dude looks like a lady. How did that go down? I don't think he noticed. <laughs> Let's hope he isn't listening to this. He won't be. Will he be out running? No. He might. He might not, though. Didn't he? Uh, didn't he stop the running? I think he got a, got an injury. Didn't didn't carry on with it. Don't anyway. last forever injuries. He'll no, be in the wings point. at some political event. That's what he does now. Yeah, he'll be talking to Ed Miliband. Yeah. I wanted to talk about cleaning Covered rather than where Eddie is. Alive. That's this morning's texting. Where is Eddie Izzard <laughs> at this particular moment in time? Well, check Twitter. He's probably tweeted saying, "I'm um, wherever I am." Mm. Anyway, 
I'm going to read the first paragraph of an article about cleaning from the Daily Mail, no less. So we sit cross-legged on the floor. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> when women responded with the answers relaxing, satisfying and therapeutic, you might have thought they're reviewing a spa treatment. In fact... <laughs> I must admit, that's exactly what I was yeah, thinking there. Boy, did that's I, did I ever thought. fall for that? In fact, this is how one in three women feel about doing the housework. Oh. You're having a laugh. I'm, 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 I've never been more serious in all my life. Really? Yeah. Well, well I know... Then you're a man who's always on the edge of levity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't believe this. I think it's yet another Daily Mail story to put women back in their place. Written by a woman, as usual. They always get a woman hitting woman. I had a list of their favourite tasks. They like oh. hoovering... And wiping service, wiping surfaces. Yeah, I must admit, wiping surfaces surfaces is quite satisfying. Oh, it's very thick. I told yeah. you, know, I always keep a tidy work surface. I've told you that. <laughs> yes, I, I am aware of that. But and I love a cushion plump as well. Oh yeah, yeah. I find I'm, that satisfying. I'm not sure about that because sometimes uh, my hands will alight upon a, a very thinly uh, stuffed area, and I'll, sometimes I'll have an, a knuckle clash. Oh, really? Which is only really separated by the, the two sides of the cover. And that uh-huh. can, that can, mm. it's like an electric shock going up your arm. Uh-huh. <laughs> I get that off lifts quite often in hotels. Quite often mm. touch the lift button and I'll get a little zzzd. Yeah. The hell you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why would I lie? Why would I lie about that? I, I, yeah, I tell you what I do like doing. If I make a toasty on the George Foreman, uh-huh. yes, often, oh, yeah. often you get a bit of spillage. The cheese, I, I, I go heavy on the cheese, and, mm-hmm. it, and it spills onto the the, the grid. Mm-hmm. And I use what I do is when I pick the, the the sandwich up, I use the corners of it to to clean out the grid. Oh, so you just slide it down. So I get a big lump of slightly blackened melted cheese on the corner. I eat that first. Nice. Yep. I you say nice, that. but it sounds quite gross. <laughs> There's an element of gross. <laughs> I'd be delighted by that. I've, got into, I've quite got into nappy changing. Have you, Frank? Yeah, it's very satisfying, again. Uh-huh. And they're not too bad, I would imagine, at the moment, they're are they? are bad enough, oh, I must they? say, but you have to... <laughs> the skill is you have to, uh, you have to top the frills in. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, pull the frills out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you do have you? To pull when I say frills, I'm, I'm not dressing him as a Wild West whore. <laughs> There's like a he sort of a, a rough lot, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Although thing. I would positively encourage that. <laughs> yeah, I'd buy a small piano <laughs> and he sits in fishnets and a red velvet basque at one end. It's, it's weird, isn't it? Larkin wrote a poem about it. <laughs> yes, he did indeed. Uh, so, no, you have to pull. If you pull the frills out, then it stop. It keeps oh. things in, knickerbocker uh-huh. style. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you can get uh, well, you can get leakage. Seepage. Music. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Anyway, we're talking about housework. We were we? talking about housework. Talking about chores. Where do you... I say we were talking about chores. Well, I know. Where chores. do you stand no, you on... Know, you know... Oh, chores. We were talking about the chores, weren't we? Yeah. Hmm. You mean, it's an old musical double act thing. <laughs> well, the other person says, The other person says, what chores? And you say, that's very kind of you. I'll have a double scotch. Oh, very oh. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like awful. You've like had to prompt us three say, times. Sorry about that. What's the letter after S? And you go T and they go, oh, I'd love one. Thanks very much. Yeah. Like, yeah, but think, what yeah. chores? I think it's brilliant. I didn't. Or as Jimmy Carr would say, offshores. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I um, Yes, I like nappy changing. It's satisfying. 
She was with the same. I find cleaning the toilet quite therapeutic. Oh, I can't believe that you actually clean the toilet. No, well, I've obviously got that. Dora, my Bulgarian, but when she's not available. Yes. I thought you said you've got a door on your Bulgarian. <laughs> <laughs> And I thought it's a Bulgarian, a sort of a fancy piece of furniture. I'm not aware <laughs> yeah, of. Nice. Um, no, Dora, my Bulgarian, when she's not available or midweek, sometimes uh, I will sometimes get the brush out. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I find it very therapeutic. I love toilet duck. I love it. I don't mind the washing up for the therapy bit, but the dishwasher has sort of killed that little bit of therapy, hasn't it? You don't get that. It used to be that you'd see a big pile of it after like a Sunday dinner yeah. or something. And there's that lovely communal thing of somebody washing and somebody drying. Yeah, mm. yeah, I like that. But now it's gone because of the dishwasher. I don't see the value in cleaning the oven. Well, My favourite is the mirrors. Obviously. The mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You just get to look at yourself for 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. I don't know, you can tell them when they're clean because you've already had them uh, chemically frosted, haven't you? <laughs> Soft focused. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We were uh, discussing earlier about people eating leftover food and you having a few chips in a hotel corridor, Frank. And we've mm. uh, we've had an email in uh, that starts, I know you don't do praise, which I like. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah, so we like praise, but we don't read it out because yeah. it's I'm, just it's a bit immodest. In it. Mm. For such a fantastic show, it's nice that we're modest, isn't it? Um, I know you don't do praise, so I will just say you have inspired me to liberate at least unopened jams from trays in hotel corridors. Oh, yeah. I'd never thought of that. That goes without saying. Oh, really? I've never taken the jams. Oh, that's entry-level stuff for Frank. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> take... unopened jams. Don't get me wrong, I take a lot of toiletries when I'm in a hotel. Oh, yeah. I... Oh, yeah. Loads. You would think if you went into my bathroom that Action Man had opened a Molten Brown. <laughs> <laughs> so many tiny little bottles of yeah. Molten Brown. Molten Brown. She says, uh, my husband will no doubt berate me as he does when I rescue abandoned newspapers from a train at its terminus, oh, but he def- won't have a leg oh, to stand on. That's horrible. Because Frank's his favourite comedian. No, when I get off... Second-hand newspapers make me feel ill. No, really? when, I, when I get off a plane or that. something, I'll always grab a newspaper. Mm. Sometimes the Daily Express, which I think <laughs> you can only obtain... <laughs> From the, a seat of an aeroplane. Yes. You can't buy it. Yeah, I think Well, it's because like air Ryan, travel is all very 1960s, that's why. <laughs> I remember... You know, uh, they're theming the newspapers. I remember uh, a friend of mine coming around the house and going to the toilet for some duration and taking oh. the newspaper with him and then bringing it back and... Was it not only would I not read it, I couldn't quite work out how to get it into the bin without picking it up. <laughs> I ended up holding it between two other newspapers. Like a terrible newspaper toilet bacteria sandwich. <laughs> sort of weird salad scoop thing. You don't take someone else's newspaper no. into the toilet. No. no. If no. you do, you might as well just flush it. It's no good to them after. The it's newspaper? a death trap. Was that Deba Deal? No, it wasn't. It wasn't, wasn't. It? it wasn't Deba Deal. No, oh. Eda took it home. Uh, really, the express should be free on trains, shouldn't it? Rather than planes. Oh, it's fighting oh. talk. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, express. <laughs> Sadly, fighting talk. <laughs> oh, I don't know, maybe. Uh, Frank, you were asking earlier what you had in common with Michael Gove. Michael Gove, the Secretary of State for yes. Education. Yes. That's something you oh, hear every day. Did you used to be Secretary of State for Education? <laughs> Briefly. He would have been good. Yes, uh, I, um, I uh, reintroduced caning for. A week in so uh, did 2008. <laughs> in the 90s. Um, 585. 
this is a stab in the dark, but is it a stab in the dark that Frank and Gove have in common? Yeah, it's not quite right, but I'm going to give you that. Uh, Michael Gove um, did a late-night um, satirical comedy show, would you no. believe? With David Baddiel, and of course I did a late-night show with David Baddiel as well. Um, or, or have done a few, so that's what we have in common, the Baddiel link. He did a comedy show? Yeah. Gove, Govey. Yeah, I'm, I'm amazed that people haven't sought out clips from you of him saying controversial things. Well, but you I'll... never hear it referred to. Mm. Yeah, but he must have said stuff which now would be very, very embarrassing. Incendiary. Yeah, because yeah, I think he was quite... Um, he was a bit Richard Littlejohn. Yeah, yeah. You know, you couldn't make it up. I heard he's got so, that in his game. I wonder if Charles Dickens was still alive, <laughs> what he would think when he heard people say you couldn't make it up. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't he take that as a personal insult? Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, I had a bit of a fashion disaster this week. Oh, no way. It doesn't happen often to me. No. But Almost I feel the never. need to share with you all. Um, I went into work, as usual, into uh, the headquarters of InStyle magazine. Where um, Emily's the deputy <laughs> editor. I love his hush tones of reverence yeah. when he says that. I always feel that we should give reverence to that, because it's I nice do. that you have a real job. I, I know, yes, I do. It's a hell of a deputy editor of a fashion magazine. And it's also, a proper if, job. if people just tune in and they hear you being, like, like taking the mickey out of people's wares, let's mm, say, mm. they might not know that you're doing it with a certain degree of know-how and qualification. Exactly. So like it. Authority, even. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Proceed. <laughs> <laughs> well, Frank, I put quite a lot of thought into my office attire. My not God. everyone does, I know that, Can when I they come to you, work. When yes. you work for a fashion magazine, mm. is there a pressure to wear something different every day? Do you dare go back is in the Is there a pressure? Um, yeah, it's <laughs> imperative that you oh. wear something every day. There's no pressure. You have to wear something every day. Something different, though. Yeah, something new. Oh, my God. Can you imagine <laughs> that every day? No. That's a pressure. No, I don't is expect either of you can. Is that why everyone wears black? That'd be like being Rachel Riley on Countdown. <laughs> oh, that would be a pressure as well. Yeah. No, it's lovely. It, make, it makes you very creative in the morning. Um, however, this one morning... In the morning? Do you not lay your clothes out <laughs> at night? <laughs> no, I don't put a man on my chair <laughs> oh, oh, like love, you do. I love the clothes man on my bedroom <laughs> chair who watches over me at night. Frank's clothes man. <laughs> I find it weird. I, I find it hard to dismantle him in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> did you put him out last night? Um, I Yes, I did put him out last night. Did you? But, uh, I'm, I'm, I slept in the spare room last night. Oh. So I got a bit more sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, over at Install HQ, so I've put on, it's lovely, it was a mint green silk shirt, quite billowy. Hold on. Mm. And you can tease, (laughs) and you can flirt, and you can shine all the buttons on your green shirt. (laughs) There you go. Thank you for that. Elvis Costello's green shirt. Excellent impersonation. I love green. It's it's a much underestimated colour green. Some people think it's unlucky. Yes. You know, it brought out my skin tone. It was lovely. Very good. Mm. Very good. So, if they think green's unlucky, they want to uh, examine the financial situation <laughs> of Glasgow Rangers <laughs> Football Club. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've teamed it with a dark denim, a skinny dark denim, oh, okay. uh-huh. and a black platform Top court. Tin or...? Um... Oh, no, billowing out. Oh, lovely. Billowing. And a black platform court mm-hmm. and, a, and a gold clutch. Um, 
As I walk into the office, what should I see? But one of my colleagues, I say colleagues, I'm her boss, and <laughs> she is wearing virtually the self-same green shirt oh, no. with a dark denim and no. a black shoe. Well, let's take the next lyric. You can see what you want, but somebody's gonna get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Well, let's call her Vicky because that's her name. Okay. She did get hurt. Um, oh dear. Is I that said, a real name or is it a nickname because she smells of embrication? <laughs> <laughs> She's lovely. Well, she was up until this point. Yes. And then you scratched her eyes out. I work. said it was awful because at that moment, I mean, our relationship will never be the same again. But Can I say, this happens to me all the time at West Bromwich Alpine. <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, ah, the amount of anxiety, oh, God, someone else is wearing that shirt. Frank, it's a statement shade green. This is the problem. It's yeah, not exactly. a white It's not a white if shirt. If it was white, no-one would even have noticed. It's a bold choice. Mm. I bet you were a bit excited about getting in and thinking all the yes. time what they're going to make of me. I was waiting for the comments. Jack Nicholson, wait till they get a load of me. You were like that on the way yeah. in, and then someone else has jumped the gun. And it turned out everyone just ended up... They laughed at us. They said we looked like we worked in a call centre. They said we looked like we were an oh, eco-cult. No. It was awful. Oh. So in the end, there was a Mexican standoff. I thought I had to change. I thought she had to change. She wouldn't, I could tell. She Changing wasn't to a, what, though? We just go to the fashion cupboard. Of course. So I got one of the I senior... forgot about the fashion cupboard. The senior fashion editor restyled me. Oh, so you changed? I did in the end, because I could handle it. No, I was sitting in the office in a sweltering black coat. I think the two yeah. of you should have stood at the front of the office and there should have been a vote on who looked best in that shirt and who lost had to go and put something else on. That would have been fair, wouldn't it? Yeah, although or I fear she might have won. A fist She's fight, younger. She's got ten years on me. Oh, younger. Mm. Surely she should be dismissed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Uh, we've had a, an email in on the subject of other people's food. Uh, that I, somebody ate some wedges that I'd left in the corridor. Mm. Yeah. Um, my brother coming home from a night out proceeded to eat our parents' doggy bag from a grill that they oh, had God, dined I in. Go- I thought that was going to be it. <laughs> parents' dog. <laughs> 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 I came in and declined the rib he was cleaning off, only for my mother to come into the kitchen in her dressing gown and start hysterically laughing. When, after a few good minutes, we could make sense of what she was trying to tell us, she mentioned that when asking for the doggy bag, the kind waiter had, in- had offered to include other leftovers of other diners, oh, as Mum no. had mentioned it was bones meant for the dog. So oh. it's been, uh, Again, it's been absolutely fine. <laughs> <laughs> I had um, quite a close relationship with a barmaid back in Birmingham, and uh, she used to uh, serve me at the slops trays on the quiet. I would go out and have 10, 12 pints of other people's drainings. That's, 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 that's the most romantic story I've ever heard. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's a lovely story of love on the doll. <laughs> 517, uh, organised a meal. I was talking earlier, by the way, about a same-dress nightmare incident. Organised a meal and three people turned up in the same dress. That's from Tony. I don't know if that's a Grayson Perry type, Tony. Was it a Mormon wedding? (laughs) (laughs) Frank, we've also had some emails from our listeners. I love that. Hold on. Oh. Let's not forget. Oh, yes. uh, My dear close friend. Email corner jingle. Here we go. Mm. You know our um, our good friend who sent in the... uh, I'm saying our good friend, not because I've become Jimmy Saffle, but the bit of paper with his... What? What, Daisy? Ian. Ian. Good old Ian sent in um, a special uh, jingle, Mm. which um, I'm (laughs) going to play right now. (laughs) 
Absolutely sensational. <laughs> Is that a pun on absolute, though? Absolutely I just, that, that, We're calling that one the <laughs> Bombay Mix. <laughs> nice. Oh, fine. Nice. Mm, hot oh, stuff. Oh, I love that. You should have worked with Pete Waterman back in the day. Bombay Mix. Um, I have worked with Pete Waterman. Have worked you? with them all. Yeah. He's worked with them all. Yes, I did, uh, I did a TV show called Quiz Ball, which was a football um, quiz thing, which I hosted, and Pete Waterman... Um, was a celebrity, celebrity fan for Coventry City. Oh, was he? Oh. <laughs> uh, Frank, we've had some IEMs. Mm. I should explain IEMs are um, idiotic eureka moments, which is when you get something, it takes you years to mm. work it out, something. And uh, the example that we've uh, had, re- what recent ones have we, we had? We had uh, someone who didn't know the animals went in two by two to the ark. Because they needed a, a male and a female. Yes. Yeah, no one worked that out. And that I didn't true. really know that either. I thought maybe they were just friends with benefits. And someone didn't know that... Uh, <laughs> the hippos that, um, were. You Bet 365, or whatever it's called, yeah. the, uh, the betting site was called 365 because of the amount of days in a year. Mm. So, you know, we, we're, we've all been guilty of it. Mm-hmm. Well, we've got a whole host of IEMs this week. It's, I'd say it's one of the longest. It was sent in a, a, a by a listener, and it's the longest-running theme of the show, I think. It's the mousetrap of our show, it is. really. Uh, Mike Billings. My wife had an IEM following the death of Blockbusters host Bob Holness. She finally realised why contestants found the line, Can I have a pee, please, Bob? Funny. <laughs> Can you believe that Bob Holmes had to die <laughs> to get that very obvious part? Across? I always preferred I, I'd like you, please, Bob. I thought that was much oh. finer work. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or I'd like a you would have been <laughs> a, a, quite a E W E. Yeah. Yes. That would have been a saucy the, one. The farming special of Blockbusters. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we we had an email, dear Frank, Emily, and Alan. Firstly, where could is the not could have been called a Flockbusters? <laughs> <laughs> No, that does sound pretty graphic. I'm like, can we take that out, Jeff? Live. (laughs) (laughs) Dear Frank, Emily and Alan, firstly, where is the Not The Weekend podcast? Well, the show's longer. Yeah, where is it? Also, I had an idiotic eureka moment today on realising why West Ham United's nickname is The Hammers, as in West Ham. Hammers. Oh. I've always wondered that. (laughs) It's a tricky one to work out. (laughs) And you know that character, Rodders... In, uh, <laughs> in Only Fools and Horses. That's because... Well, anyway. It's it's it's, te- I mean, it's great that people own up to it, because... Mm. Uh, anyway, let, we, we'll come back to this. I am... Um, I'm going to play some music, because I... You know. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Frank, I'd just like to kick off with a correctione... Kick off. Mm. Kick off, we're nearly... We're in a time <laughs> added on for stoppages. <laughs> Dear F-E-N-A, the nickname for West Ham... I should establish, actually, we were discussing an idiotic Eureka moment, weren't we? Someone said they didn't realise that the Hammers came from a place being called West Ham. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was Joe, and oh, how we laughed. Yeah, but now it turns like it's bounced it back and it's just in our stupid faces. Andy H says, uh, the nickname for West Ham isn't Hammers because of the word ham in West Ham, it's Hammers because of Hammers used in the Thames Ironworks, which was the original name for West Ham. You can check on the official West Ham website. I can, but and you know what? we will. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, we're not, and we haven't even started on the Upton Park bowling ground controversy. 
Um, That's because we don't know what it is, except no, but you, I, I it's, suspect. It's, it's, a bit, uh, it's a bit too football minutiae for this What's time. We've had more than enough football on this it's programme. It's been football, mm. haven't it? I've been to Upton Park, smashing people. Have you, uh, though, or yes, have you I been have. to the bowling ground? <laughs> oh, are they changing their name? Isn't that what it's called? Well, I don't want to go there. Oh, OK. Well, I okay. do want to go there. Well, I will next season. OK. <laughs> Frank... We've got um, an additional IEM, which I'd like to share with you. OK, another idiotic eureka moment. This is from Tony. Dear Frank and gang, just thought I would share an IEM that I believed in for about 20 years. I thought that Edmund Hillary, when he climbed Everest, was helped by a guy called Sherpa Tensing. And even after hearing of other Sherpas being involved, I just thought it was a family name. Oh, Great I show, see. Tony. So this, uh, yes. Mm. Is it Tony with a Y or an I? Tony with a Y. Okay, so it's probably a male. Probably term. male. Mm. Yeah, t- uh, yes, Sherpa is uh, it's a it's a sort of a, a race. Nepalese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yes, Sherpa Tenzin actually. Mm. Uh, the funny thing about it is, it's not even his surname; it's his <laughs> first name. Yeah, it's like um, I was helped up by Sherpa Dave. Mm. It's a right. bit weird. His, sur- his surname was Norgay. Oh, is that right? Which is also the name of a, Duncan Norgay, a, a, an interesting holiday firm I used in Scandinavia. <laughs> What a trip that was. <laughs> what happened to Big Tom? <laughs> anyway. I don't know. They often ask me to do talks. They love me. Yeah, they, um, I bet they do. In the Norgays. Yeah. Well, that, uh, having, of course, um, Google image you, I saw you in a T-shirt that said fag hag. <laughs> Were you? Yeah, oh. yes. Really? Because we had somebody in, uh, somebody texting earlier. We had somebody you... in, like you own a hardware store. We, asked... we had somebody yeah, in. You, you, you looked like you owned a hardware store in that <laughs> denim shirt. Here it is. Have uh, you got six, six inch nails? I wanted yeah. to ask Emily whether she feels that she's a gay icon. As a gay man, I feel extremely drawn to her in a platonic way. I was wondering whether this is just me or a common occurrence. John cooking hot dogs in the streets of Hereford. I don't know if that's a euphemism. But, uh, I suspect it is. <laughs> yeah, I suspect he's I, I currently think, on a Norgay holiday. I think you have got that sort of, shall we say, a sharp end to your wit. Lovely. That attra- attracts the gay community. Very yeah. proud of it, yeah. Hmm. Well, well, um, I'm delighted, thank you. And I might, I might pop by your store later and sample his words. Um, Frank, we've had, uh, well, we haven't had anything, but I'd like to discuss Anne well, Hathaway. Well, speak for yourself. <laughs> I'd like to discuss Anne Hathaway. I refuse to discuss Anne Hathaway. Why? Because I think you have to come up with a, an original name oh, and not I? have one from history. What <laughs> <laughs> Who are these people? Jane Seymour... Uh-huh. Eliza Doolittle. Yeah, it's all right to adopt a name, but it's they're very used. <laughs> and otherwise, if I if I call myself William Shakespeare when I went into comedy, people have said that's absolutely ludicrous. She's only generation. Actually, she's the wife. Mm. She hey? is the wife. Is it all right to name your name Shakespeare's after, wife? Anne Hathaway. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He didn't know that. No. I don't God. think he knew it. Oh, it's, it's, it's a bit of an awkward rule. It's, <laughs> it's not as bad as when I said Descartes, is it? Well, it's not as bad, but um, it's in the ballpark. This is, you wear but the denim shirt. But did she pick shirt. that name? Did Anna Hathaway give herself that name? I don't care, she should have changed it. Like, was she you, born... Even if she's know, born, Susan she should say, I Williams. can't go into show business called Anne Hathaway. Yeah. She should have then adopted a... a well, if she likes her own name, though. If she's been called well, it all the life. I'll tell you what she learn. likes. I saw... Uh, there was a... An, in the Daily Mail comments <laughs> on a story about Anne Hathaway, Yeah, um, a, a woman said, I hate it when people say things like this, but I worked with Anne Hathaway and she was arrogant. Oh. <laughs> well, if you hate Goodness. it when people say stuff like that, <laughs> don't say it. Absolute. Absolute. 
Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Well, she's been revealing her diet secrets. She's a slender woman, Anne Hathaway. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love a diet secret revelation. Oh, I do. Yeah, I do. You I should like speak that. to Boss. But I, don't know, I don't know how he keeps so trim. <laughs> we, 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 we're doing the Farquhar on him at the moment. I mean, we're pumping the food down him and he still manages to keep slender. He's just a slender type. He's a bit jaundiced, you see. Oh. Uh-huh. I say a bit. It's like living with one of the Simpsons. <laughs> oh, <Brad. laughs> I'll tell you he's a tough crowd as well. Is yeah. he? He's such a tough Does he crowd. not give much back, does he? I, I give him all my faces, yeah. all my comedy faces. All, I'll give him all the songs... All the, uh, I sing, uh, oh, what a wonderful thing to be, a great big grown-up, busy, 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 with all the voices and action, nothing. Oh. That'll change, though. You'll get a better crowd. Well, you get a better crowd. Yeah, that's what they said to me at the Brits. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever mention the Brits. <laughs> anyway, Anna Hathaway. Well, she's, what, she's on what she calls the Les Miserables diet. I know, I love this. Because she had to slim oh, down. Oh, because she's going to be in it. Fantine, she's playing. Yes, Amanda Holden made um, Les Miserables. Did she? <laughs> yes, when they divorced. <laughs> um, had a slight IEM then, but it was worth yeah, it. Yeah. She says so she's lost virtually a stone, and she's been living on carrots and hummus. Radishes and hummus, I, I read. And carrots as well. And carrots, mm. really. Radishes. Uh, what I love about the radish is it's reddish. Oh, right. A reddish radish. Yeah. <laughs> I think someone has done a bit of uh, inner wordplay when they named the radish. They did the same with the orange, didn't they? The orange, they, that was a bit straightforward. Yeah, I'm calling that a bit route one. I, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry to interject here, but we've just had a quite a marvellous IEM, 590. My IEM moment was finding out what a poker face meant. For years, I thought it meant someone with a long, thin face, somewhat <laughs> like a fire poker. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean, then? It means someone well, playing who... Playing poker. Oh, someone you play who plays po- poker. Of course, yeah, yeah when you play poker, yes. you don't give anything away. Yes, yeah. of course. Yes. It'd be good if you thought there was a burglar downstairs and you just went down with a very long, thin face. <laughs> <laughs> like if someone burgled Celine Dion's house. Yeah. Mm. Uh, imagine that. So do you like this musical theatre diet, then? Well, I, I, I think the radish is very underestimated. I haven't had one for a while, but my dad used to grow radishes. Is it radishes or rad- radoi? Radishes, yeah. Radishes, radishes yeah. He used to grow radishes and he'd, he'd say, come here, come here, and he'd just tear one up and just he'd, he'd wipe the soil off with his handkerchief mm. and um, nip the ends off with his, uh, with his pen knife and I'd just eat it there and then. And it's got a lovely, surprising, spongy inner area. Has mm-hmm. it? The radish. It's a bit like if you bit the finger of uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> mm-hmm. I imagine that's what it would be like. And yes, I have cleaned that up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I'm going to. I'm thinking of getting some radishes today because I'd sort of forgotten that they. Oh, lovely! Existed. Oh, it's nice when food comes back on your radar, yeah. isn't it? I mean, how long since I've had a gooseberry? I don't know. <laughs> I used to have them regularly as a kid. I used to eat them like people eat now. People eat blueberries. Yeah, they Faddy, were sharp. Mm, oh, very tart. Oh God, they very were sharp. tart. I used to look. Oh. It's all gone a bit the food programme on Radio no, 4, no, this, hasn't it? There was, every time you ate, even though I ate quite a lot of them, mm-hmm. um, it was, I, I used to look like Rennie Zellweger after every bite. <laughs> <laughs> Sharp. 
So yeah, so hummus and um, and radish and radish. That's the way. That's the way to do it. I think I can see what she's done because the hummus is the most tedious of all the dips, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So it's very bland. And then she's took about twenty five sh- cows a teaspoon. Just is that, FYI, is that right? Mm-hmm. Is that good yeah. or bad? It's not great. <laughs> not great. Yeah. Do you it's want a good d- way of getting people to eat veg, though? Mm-hmm. So you need to dip otherwise. something interesting into hummus because hummus itself is little more than a than a backdrop mm-hmm. to the stuff. Be no good like celery. Be rubbish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Celery, I've always thought, is um, like eating a violin. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Leona Graham is coming up next, and might I say that um, if the good Lord spares us and the Greeks don't, and the Creeks don't write, <laughs> <laughs> then uh, we'll be back again uh, this time next week, and uh, that'll be good. <laughs> Goodbye. Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio.